BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. All right, Katie, you look very Nashville. We have um, we have Katie Austin here. I will discuss her accolades in a minute. But when she walked in my door, I don't know if I forced this upon you. She had this gorgeous sequined uh, pantsuit on. And, and she was, took it off me. I was like, do you want to borrow something? She was like, not really. No, I said, no. yes, please. I need to be stunned by Shannon Ford. If I'm going to do probably a podcast, let's fucking do it. She has been absolutely yoking interviews all day. And so I was like, do you want a little outfit change? Do you want to spice it up? I've got a great denim dress for you. Why is it that I always want to wear someone else's outfit over mine? I mean, you just do because it's just new, fresh, flirty. Yeah, fun. and I'm like, oh my god, if it's someone else's, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm. I'm literally into yes. those clothes. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you look great. You look, she was. I didn't realize I really outfitted her into a denim dress, and she was like, I'm so Nashville. I was trying to be like a little accent too, a little Tennessee. <laughs> I'm like, did you I do that here? From LA, obviously, right? Or you've lived in LA your whole life? We were just just talking about this, and you said Virginia, and I was like, whoa, what? Yeah, no one knows that. I actually grew up in Virginia, and then when I was 18, I moved to LA to go to USC. Uh, the real USC so sorry we about to throw some hands and the bottle is in my reach (laughs) (laughs) University of South Carolina was a university a little bit fight on you guys Southern California go Cox so yeah so I've now been in LA I graduated college in 2016 so long ago and um, been in LA ever since and Katie is a fitness extraordinaire she is incredible to follow because as you guys know fitness isn't really my jam but like she doesn't make you hate yourself by watching her I, I look at the stuff you do and I'm like fun cute she's she's smiling the whole time actually was telling someone who i was interviewing earlier and they're like i want to look her up and she was like oh my god and i was like she's so fun she's so bubbly she's so cute and she goes i am literally just looking at a photo of her and i can tell that she's genuinely a happy kind person like for real it just comes across um and everything that you do just feels very light and happy so in fitness, which is something that I fucking despise. I really, sorry, I know you're no, like, that's yeah. my whole job. But like, I, I don't find joy in it. And so watching someone look like that, you make it look very easy and obtainable. You make that's it look- That's the goal. Yeah. yeah, and it hasn't always been that way. I actually played lacrosse at USC. So I was on scholarship. Cool, I was a division one athlete. And so Sheesh. I hated it. I fucking hated working out. Am I allowed to cuss? Yes. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, let me just reiterate. I fucking hate it. Welcome to probably a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, after I asked that, I was like, stupid question. Um, but yeah, I hated working out because it was lifting, maxing out, a sprint. Yeah. And it took a toll on my body. And you have to find like the balance of what you really love. And I think that's like kind of like my brand is finding what you love and being totally. realistic with your lifestyle. Um, like I'm just like you where I love to drink. Yeah, and we're going to take a shot of tequila. Take a shot of tequila. And I think, you know, especially in your 20s, it's so important not to focus so much on 
what you're eating, eating clean all the time. Like, oh, like who cares like that peak. much? Like, let's just give it, give it a little bit of a rest. I know, like, I know. Yeah. And I know that sounds terrible coming from like a fitness trainer, but at the same time, like you have to live your life. Yeah. And that is like my entire motto is like working out on a Saturday morning and then tequila shots by 2 p.m. Yes. And that's how I live. Like I will work out tomorrow morning after I get drunk tonight yes. without a doubt. Love and that. that's just called balance. And you know, the word balance is so cliche, but at the same it's time, true. that's just how I live. I was going to ask you about that. So Katie is also the daughter of Denise Austin, who is an absolute fucking icon. Okay, like I just said to Katie, I was like, I wonder if my mom watched your mom and was just in her fucking living room with some ankle weights just going to town. Aerobics. If you have ever gone to an 80s party, if you have ever dressed up as a 80s fitness instructor, you were in fact dressing up as Katie Austin's mother. This you, is true. That, that is, this is isn't true. that kind of iconic? Like yeah. you're dressing up as her. She like started the wave of this hot fitness babe like she's baywatch so funny because my mom was on espn just a little bit of backstory she was on espn for 10 years and then her show switched over to lifetime for another 14 so she had a show her own fitness show every single weekday morning monday through friday for an hour exhausting (laughs) for 25 years 24 and a half years how did she switch it up i do (laughs) not know and she never came up with a routine she did everything herself on this high she had dvds she had vhs's at the same time people always dm me and i will post in a bikini and they'll be like wow your mother would literally not like this i'm like my mom was doing legless in a leotard a thong leotard on espn opening up her legs closing them opening up and my dad loved it i literally just told someone earlier i was like it's it's so crazy i feel like i'm probably about to interview the daughter of the most like jacked off two woman in the 80s and 90s like there's no way literally Pornhub, your phone was not in your hand there was no porn unless you got a physical magazine that you had to hide from someone these dudes were letting their moms go to the grocery store and they're like we're watching denise austin (laughs) shannon i also want to say thank you i really do because it's so true if you guys don't know this also so she was the babe. opening scene of Step Brothers and Will Ferrell's yes! jacking off to her. Yeah. Oh my god! Wait, Literally. no, 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 wait, 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 you're kidding. I swear to God. Shut the fuck up. I, she I is the like, opening scene oh, of Step Brothers okay. and Will Ferrell. So you're right. Huh. You are literally right. Everyone who DMs me who realizes oh who my mom is is like, I didn't work out to your mom. I watched your mom with I, a winky face. They're like, I didn't work out to her. I jacked off to her. You're like, okay. They're like, we got a great wrist workout from watching your mom. You're like, <laughs> and I'm like, wow. okay. I was like, bullied my that. entire life that my mom was a porn star. Ah. Yeah. We're like, not by choice. It was thrusted <laughs> upon her. Okay. It was not the life she wanted to live. It just became. But I, you know what? That's okay. So Anna Grace was just so wildly hungover the other day. I don't really get hungover that often. Oh I God. definitely do. I don't want to like send a fucking bad omen out here. But she was really hungover and she was like, I just want to lay in your bed and order food and watch TV. And I was like, not a problem. Turn on Step Brothers. She was laughing at me because I have every line memorized, no captions on. I have every single line memorized no so way. the scene where his dad mom goes to work yep. and he's like bye mom see i'm gonna watch, watch the, lady the lady do the thing and then it <laughs> was my mom. Denise Austin. oh my god <laughs> iconic yep. iconic i went to the premiere when i was in seventh grade and i did not understand what was you going didn't on get it and everyone seventh came up to grade. me afterwards like huh does he love that like will ferrell was there and everything and i'm like oh, i don't know what's going on <laughs> like i don't get it i don't get it at they're all. like that's good for you and then of course huh. i go to middle school and everyone's bullying me and making fun of me and that like, is... of course if mom if you're watching this like it's not your fault <laughs> <laughs> mom we love you denise i love you actually your daughter was just telling me that we would get along great I'm you like, would because okay. my mom um again she wouldn't let me saying this she's she's pretty vulgar she'd be spicy she's 
spicy. She's a spicy margarita. You know, that she's a little Austin. censored online. I think if you look at her Instagram, she looks like a little Stepford wife. Yeah, and uh, she's not like that. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. She's right. very says everything. Okay, I love that. I was uh, diverting from your mom and back to I don't know why my vagina, but we were just saying in the car ride over here. I was like, she was like, "What did you do today?" And I was like, "Went to the OBGYN." You hate, <laughs> and she was like, "How was it?" I was like, "I fucking hate it. I fucking hate that shit." Oh, Every man. time you go, you're just like, "This sucks." And they're like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "Not well, bitch." No, not well. And I'm 28 now. So it's what, 10 years of every single yeah. year. And like, you know, um, yeah, still you to this day, I've never. Me up. You were like, I hate it. I hate I've never had an STD till this day. I've never oh, had anything wrong, but I still just hate said it. this on the last I podcast. I was like all the wood in this house. I don't know. From someone who has had a lot of casual sex. Never had an STD. It's great. Actually, it's very lucky. You know, I know. it's cr- kind of really, wild. I should be more careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? We're actually putting out a horrible message yeah, right now. Everyone <laughs> practice safe sex. I yeah. said this in the last podcast. It's fine to repeat it. Everyone practice safe sex. But Katie cracked me up. She was like, I, I, I'm nervous the whole time for no reason. My butt's sweating. sweating. She's like, my butt sticks to the paper. I hate it. Does. The I paper. Hate it. You hate it. And then I the get paper. up from that freaking seat and my the the paper sticks to my ass because i'm sweating so hard Girl, and like, i just feel like down yeah like, and i feel like uh, the doctor's just like judging me constantly i'm like yeah. yes i have sex with my year boyfriend unprotected you still of course feel I bad do. saying it you're I like know. you're like i don't know i I'm 28 i'm actually as everyone knows i'm a pretty open book and i i'm very i'll tell anyone anything right I don't care about if you're a guy. I don't care if you're a girl. But there is some. I really am pretty like weird about wanting a female doctor to be my OBGYN. Completely agree. I just genuinely. I had a doctor one time when I went to the OBGYN. It was back home in South Carolina. Um, he told me. Well, I had to get a um, um, what an uh, not an autopsy. Wasn't my <laughs> vagina wasn't dead? What was it? A biopsy. A bi- Oh my god! In Katie's podcast earlier, I was like, "I'm pretty misogynistic," and she was, I was like, "Are you what?" And I was, I'm just gonna like take that sound bite, bring it to TMZ. I know, I'm like, "Damn it! I've been on reality TV before. I know how this goes." But no, I meant to say I was monogamous. <laughs> that is just, funny. This is a classic mix. Anyways, she had like a whole team there. There was like seven people, and they were like, "Bitch, what?" They're all from LA. They were like about to fucking peg me with a pitchfork. They're like, "What the fuck did you just say?" But um, no, I meant to say that I was getting a biopsy of my cervix i don't know why i had to do that i think i had a regular pap smear or something normal and casual but i didn't know what that really meant it means it means you have to like um scrape or pinch cut a piece Mm. of tissue from your cervix just to get it tested right doesn't that give you chills doesn't that just make you cross your legs really hard like so hard well it was a male um obgyn and he basically was like it's going to give you period cramp type feelings whatever your cervix is going to contract i was like okay he was like it's going to be a bit of discomfort for a second i was like okay bitch i was full on that was the most they say it's a similar pain if you have an iud or ready for this a contraction like i get it if you're giving birth you're having multiple 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 contractions and that's terrible but i don't want one either i don't want just one producer courtney you've had a kid emily have you had a kid Mm -hmm. sorry we have two people here we have producer courtney in the room and we also have emily which is yes my assistant and i have i have not had a kid either so no no one's here had a kid but courtney and so contractions not what you want right yeah they do not feel good they don't feel good they don't feel good so Ah. one was enough for me and he did it and i like really really started getting very lightheaded i was like oh no i really don't feel good i really don't feel good and he looked at me dead in the fucking eyes and he said that shouldn't be painful and i was like Oh, because you have a fucking vagina, my guy. Rude. dusty, crusty ass old man looking at my vagina. Like, what? I was so turned off by it. And then the the nurse was like, 
I, I vaguely heard her because I was really like tunnel vision at that point. I heard her say, and if you're listening to this and you ever had a biopsy of your cervix, I fucking feel for you. It is not fun. Um, I heard her say, we didn't get it. We're going to have to do it again. And I'm not kidding. Dead ass. It was like my brain registered that. And he was like, one more quick pinch. And I just passed out. I passed out. No dead way. ass. I woke up because um, in a certain procedure, he I was lifted in a chair, like a, a chair lift so that he, he was literally underneath me. I woke up. I came to, you know, when you know you're going to pass out because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. your neck gets hot. You start mm. sweating. Your ears are hot. I came to and his hands were literally very in a professional manner holding my like butt cheeks up because I had just dead weight slid down the chair that was like lifted up oh and he my was gosh, like Shannon. you're okay you're okay you're okay and I was like yeah motherfucker <laughs> I'm not okay yeah so I just am very specific about having I want someone looking at my organ that has that same organ who cares and understands what the pain yeah. actually physically is totally I just want someone that can relate to it and isn't gonna say some whack shit like that I also some think misogynistic shit yeah like and this that. is very very stereotypical but like women are just very kinder to mm-hmm. whatever you say that you're going through because totally. women we have so much more emotions and hormones that yeah. we understand even if it's like not even physically painful it could be very traumatizing emotionally yeah. as well so I, mean, I was traumatized I yeah like, this absolutely i mean as i'm as you're saying that i was literally like no it's terrible cringing i'm it's really terrible. bad at that stuff though we're gonna take a shot for the biopsy yeah um, <laughs> uh, we do it we do it right out of finally right out i thought you'd never ask oh i, I actually do you would never ask okay Just, we're drinking low sundays tequila it's good Wait, we're gonna pour a little pour a little shot here i'm not like you Need I a need a chaser. We don't need a chaser. It's perfect. Hard. No, this has um, some soda water in it. It's perfect. Oh my <laughs> God. You guys, I'm the worst shot taker in the history Wait, of Wait, it's okay. We won't. We'll just make sure that producer Courtney completely shows exactly what you look like. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. Welcome to my boot camp, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though. No. Um, okay, so you're in town. Oh for the CMAs. The CMAs are this week. I should be much more Nashville than I am. I love you for that. You're an absolute champ. So tell me about, are you looking like, so you graduated with a degree in broadcasting. I did. Is that something that you're like, you love doing it? You love interviewing people? You love like being on the red carpet and getting, you were a great interviewer when you just interviewed me. Oh, thank you. You were incredible. So just a little background. I graduated from USC and I got into sports broadcast. I did, uh, Shannon's by the way, taking a shot right now as I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm fine. So we actually do this in broadcast school. We like take shots as Quick we're shots. talking. No, but I graduated from USC and right afterwards I did two and a half years at Fox Sports West. Oh yeah. Okay. I was a host at, um, you know, the Super Bowl. We did uh, NBA awards. I did yeah. a lot of sports Been things. Been killing it. And then. Speaking um, of sports things, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but only to say. She is also the first rookie of 2022 for Sports Illustrated. Woo! You look yes. fucking incredible. Thank Again, you. I have to note Thank that you. the entire, like, of course, you're a sex queen, like sexual goddess. Like, you look so sexy all the time, but you looked so happy. Yeah. You just looked like you were, like, wanted people to know, like, I am not this, like, sultry vixen on Sports Illustrated. I just am, like, this healthy, happy girl, and I'm happy to be here. You just looked happy. Totally, to and I'm not a model. And I think, you know... Fold me. I'm, I'm, I'm not a model, and I want to show, like, the normal girl. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like. gravitating towards that, for sure. Totally. Like, normalizing just... And I love that about Sports Illustrated. Like, they really are just normalizing that not yeah. everyone is... Gigi Hadid, you don't have to be. G- I mean, no. God bless her. We love her. Right. We're Haley Bieber. I'm like, love you. Absolutely. But we and just don't all look like genetics are crazy. Absolutely. And like, I just love how they, you know, really gravitate towards like someone starting a business and working really hard and not yeah. being a model. Like, I don't have a freaking agent. I'm not a model. Yeah. I would never in a million years say I'm a model. And they asked me when I won rookie, they were like, 
how'd you first get into modeling is one of like the the media questions and i literally was like i don't know how i came up with it i was like (laughs) just as i was like i don't call myself a model i call myself a role model oh wow And, and the interviewer was like Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> but that's great because you are. I'm I mean, not a model. If I called myself a role model, people would be like, "Bitch, <laughs> bitch." Oh, you know, you kidding. ain't no Disney Channel bitch. No, that's interesting. <laughs> it's nice that in today's age, you don't have to be Disney Channel to be a role model. Yeah. You know, you can be a role model for all the reasons you are. I love, you know, go back to what you were saying about what you were doing in your yeah, broadcasting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, I just so, had to say that because no, I love that. No, no, no. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, it's it's been a very very long year in the process actually a year and a half now with Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and so I actually just shot with them for the May issue with the new issue which has been really really great Uh, but before that and uh, I was really a sports host I was focusing a lot on sports and I worked the NBA so my dad is actually I got into sports because I dated a guy who was a basketball player okay he was a basketball player for five and a half years I dated him for five and a half years he was a basketball player (laughs) (laughs) I I was like okay okay Okay, okay. (laughs) he was a basketball player for this amount of time wasn't even didn't even think twice I was like got it got it got it and my mom you decided to follow his dream and be a basketball player (laughs) exactly my mom was on ESPN so she was always into sports and my dad is actually one of the biggest sports agents in the world Mm. and so I got really into sports because you know of I was an athlete myself in college as well not just like where I came from but I was an athlete too and so everything around me was just like sports, sports, sports and it made sense yeah and the last year and a half has really made me reevaluate like are you that into sports? Okay. Are you? And I feel like, do you want your dream goal to be something you're really good at? Or do you want it to be something that you really are passionate it about? It makes me happy. Absolutely. Yeah, because, totally. you know, is the reason why is because I worked for the NBA. No no shade to them at all. But when I was working for the NBA, I would basically have questions that I would have to approve by them. I felt like I was so replaceable and it didn't show any personality. You probably were. I was. You know what I mean? Like, I was. They got a new girl in a fucking week. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. And I'm That's... not pay- getting paid anything. First off, sports yeah. hosting is very harsh on pay. And I was replaceable and I didn't show any personality I would ask stoic questions that were like because that's what would get so approved. what did you think in quarter three when you did this right. and it's like okay I feel like I'm so much more than this and when you know March 2020 hit it was like okay wait I can be more personality than this. And you know, that's a great lesson to learn that if you like anything, like my sister, she went to school her whole life to like, and like she went to school for a very long time for something that she then switched out of and completely changed. And I remember being like, you put all this time and all this effort into it. And she was like, I don't care. I'm not passionate. So you were well on your way to be very successful in the sports reporting world. And I think that's a great lesson to the listeners that if you aren't fucking happy with what you're doing, switch like it's gonna be hard it's gonna be uncomfortable but switch it because right now how old were you when you decided that you were 25 like i know it sounds crazy it sounds so old by the way when i was 25 i was like i'm too old to switch switch. but if you're a nurse and you're 30 40 whatever and you're not happy then don't do it anymore it's always a good time to stop doing what you don't love absolutely and you have to be passionate about what you do yeah and i think that's way almost more than half of our lives it's like who you are it's your identity totally i will say though the one thing that i really 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 struggled with after i quit fox sports i worked for fox sports west for two and a half years Uh and someone anyone who met me they were like what do you do for a living what do you do for your career i was like i work for fox sports west and right away it was like damn that's amazing now someone asked me what i do i'm like I um, 
I just I don't know. Yeah, we know you do. What know. do you you're, do? What do you, a, what do you introduce you're yourself a, as? A podcaster. You do social media influencing. I was just talking. I about would love this. to know what you what you said. I I feel so. I used to feel so uncomfortable whenever people would ask me what I do. And now, still, if it's a situation where I don't feel like having the conversation about it, like if it's like a random dude at the bar, it's like, what do you do? I'm like, I don't feel like saying this. Yeah, I'll just be like marketing. But like, <laughs> but like, really, if it, it is sounds- someone that's asking me in a in a professional setting, I straight up say like, I do social media influencing. I have a podcast, and I'm a host like that's what I do and literally if they are so small-minded that they're like oh you're an influencer get fucked dude because like literally I know the one market for this I know the the pay that comes behind it like if you are so small-minded closed off that you think like oh she does the Instagram thing then like shut the fuck up like I don't care about you then we're never gonna be on the same playing field anyways and take your like lawyer mentality elsewhere Frank I don't fucking care I keep calling people that I'm talking about Frank (laughs) I actually love it by the way like I don't know Frank so it's perfect I don't know Frank either so I think that's why it feels good so yeah I'm just like fuck you Frank I don't care what you think like you went to school to be a lawyer and you're a successful lawyer that's incredible you went to school to be a doctor and you're a successful doctor that's incredible Absolutely. i told myself a long time ago because i was seriously maybe how you're feeling right now like you had a job i worked at a law firm for a little while and it oh felt so good to be like i'm a paralegal i'm a law firm. whatever yeah. you know it felt good to it's have a, 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 a title to it right for a very long time i'd be like well and i'd like go on. i'd end up sounding more dumb because i would be like well okay so i know the whole social media thing is like well whatever but like i started doing this like i was on and i started like giving all this fluff that you don't fucking need like it's like anything in life it's like the outfits you're talking about like how do you wear these things i'm like with fucking confidence with my chin held high i just you say what you do and I know it's tough because in LA, it's like if you say you're an actress, people are like, you mean waitress? It's like, well, fuck them. Because it's I bet so Julia true. Roberts was a waitress at some point yeah. too. And Leo DiCaprio, whatever. Like you aren't something until you are. And people are never going to give you credit until they believe you're at that level. And fuck those people. Like Absolutely. say what you do. And there's definitely a time and place. Like I said, if I'm like, like someplace where I don't feel like talking about it, I'll be like, eh, marketing. But usually that's only if I just don't feel like talking about what I do. If it's someone that's genuinely asking, I'm like, this is what I do. And the second you feel confident and comfortable, you're one more person on this earth that feels comfortable and confident saying that. And that is helping move the herd towards normalizing this career because it's a fucking career. Completely agree. And I think talking about money is really mm, trashy in a way, but at the same time, people don't realize how much money is in social media. Oh my God. It's so funny. I grew up in the South. You didn't. Yeah, but no. but I'm willing to bet that yeah, it's no. a com- Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no. It's a common courtesy that you wouldn't walk up to someone who was a lawyer and say, how much money do you make? No, but like- People but like, love to ask me that. They're finance like, so majors. What do you like, make? Everyone knows how much a banker at age 30 who works for JP Morgan makes. Yeah, there's steps. There's la- there's a ladder. And people who don't know the social media space think I am dumb and don't know what I'm doing. Every single thing I post on every social media platform has purpose. Yeah. No, my my parents, I, I talk about this in the podcast, come from very humble beginnings. And my parents were very not for me doing this path. I was like, I'm going to go on reality TV. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like, I, now I'm also not going to get a real job. I'm going to be on Instagram. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. like, I'm going to be an influencer. We want it better for you. <laughs> you saw us. Are you struggle. sure you don't want to work at the law firm? Don't you not want to struggle? And I'm like, no, I want to struggle. <laughs> so yeah. it's just funny because like you, you, I, I just, 
I truly believe, and I have not always been successful in this field. And there have been many times where honestly, my best friend Taylor, like, you know, actually Katie and I, we met through Taylor. So that's such Love a, such so a small world. Taylor's the shit. Taylor's husband at one point in my life was giving me money to pay my security deposit because I couldn't afford my rent first month and a security deposit. So like, it doesn't happen overnight and I right. fucking get that. But at the end of the day, I think as long as you're passionate about something and you put forth the effort in it, just fucking try it. And I will say my parents did pull me aside. It was so funny, the timing of it too, because my dad and my mom are the most supportive people in the whole world. And I, I mean that to their core, to a fault, they are so supportive. And they did. They pulled me aside. They said, baby, we love you. We love what you're doing. This whole free spirited thing. You really do have to fucking figure it out, though, because they're they're like, we're broke. We can't keep giving you money. <laughs> like, I'd be calling love- them for like $200. And they'd be like, we can't keep giving this to you, but we love you. So we give it to you. Baby, but like, I love you. But you got, I can't do it. Yeah. And my dad was like, maybe it. it's time to figure something else out. And yeah. I was like, how dare you? Well, also was at a time, I feel like we both started at a time where influencing wasn't really a thing. Yeah. We're very, very, very blessed and yeah. grateful that it now is a thing. There's so much money in it now. Totally. But four years ago. No, no, no. totally. It was hard. You had to fight for that shit. And I, yeah. I really, I, my dad was like, you should probably figure something else out. And I was like, you dad i swear to figure this out but it's funny because i was like damn is he right like like should i and i think i gave myself i said i'll give myself like a timeline after this and then it was weird the timing worked out that then i went on the show and whatever everything happened but it's just you know you you want something to work out so bad that you just kind of it's it's passion it's what you're passionate about there's these yes. in nashville there's all these musicians who i hate to say it when they're like i mean i've been doing this for 20 years and i haven't done anything i'm like just keep going I'm like, just keep it's going. that and also being authentically yourself. Yeah. I had this conversation the other day and it was like, I really, 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 even if I hate someone or yeah. no, I hate, I actually don't hate anyone. I don't know why I said that. I'm so hate sorry. a strong word. <laughs> even if I hate her. No, I really don't hate anyone. Even if I don't like someone's personality, mm-hmm. if they are being authentically themselves, totally. I love you. It's hard to and be mad you. at someone. It's hard. It's hard. And to it's be- hard to hate on someone who is so authentically themselves. And that's what I, I love about you so Thank much because you. you are so you online and it shows. Katie's I- like, I don't want to like you, but I just can't hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you. That's like boss. the number yeah, one I've always thing. loved you. No, I, I've I always loved that. you because you were so, first off, I know how hard it is to be so vulnerable online at first. Totally. And take this the great best way how much hate you must get online and how confident and strong you have to be to take it yeah 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 you know yeah we were just talking about this on her podcast actually guys check it out it'll be out soon but i um i was saying you know she was like how do you deal with it and i was like i'd love to say i don't fucking care and you made a really great point i want you to bring it up too on my podcast because you said i was like you know sometimes it gets to me sometimes it doesn't and she was like well it we did the whole cliche thing where like it says more about them than you they're probably struggling whatever but you really honestly i'm like it is so perplexing how sometimes i care so fucking little i'm like okay jessica don't give a fuck (laughs) and sometimes i'm like wow do they really think that about me and And you said it depends on your mood it depends depends on on the time of the day us as women as females go through so many emotions and hormones and if i'm reading it about to get my period at 11 p.m. I will be wrecked <laughs> for hours and not go to bed. If and I'm reading it at 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon while I'm about to go to brunch with my best friends, I could like, never like, care less. That bitch, <laughs> yeah. It's 
crazy. It depends and on the day. It goes to say, even if you aren't in the, in the public spotlight, it's like that's real life. If your if your husband or your boyfriend or your best friend said some shit to you before you Absolutely. like were about to go and take an exam or before you were about to go to work a shift that you didn't want to work, you're like you frank like that really hurt frank, my feelings back to you frank. back to you frank fuck you but if you're like it's a saturday you're vibing you just had a mimosa you're like i don't give a fuck no. like i have friends that are like you know call me and they'll be like oh my god can you believe so and so did this and i'm like no that's fucking terrible blah blah and they vent to me and they're upset about it and then i can guarantee if they called me on a saturday where they had some college football on and they were drinking a mimosa and i was like yeah whatever happened to that they'd be like bitch i don't give a fuck it's not exactly. just people in the public eye it's it's human nature as as females and males it's just like whatever mood you're in it's it's why this saying you never know what someone's going through it's like you never know what mood someone's in and so sometimes this shit y'all say hurts my feelings sometimes i'm like i don't give a fuck exactly and i mean you just summed up everything yes that's yes. it but it's, it's just, just it's just, interesting yes. You, you brought that up and I was like, wow, I've never been able to articulate that. And you're right. I'm like, why does sometimes it bother me so much? And why does sometimes I'm like, I am the best bitch in the room. <laughs> right? It's like, because it really is dependent on your mood. Absolutely. Speaking of moods and people affecting your moods, you just have a boyfriend. I'm like, well, yes. I don't know how I decided to jump from there to there. Transitions. Queen. I'm bad at them. I just yes. like try to make everything flow, but I'm just not a very flowy person. You know what? I'm pretty you choppy. Have to. You know pretty what I choppy mean? in Who life. Gives a shit. In podcasts, you really want things to flow, and um, I, I struggle with that. Why? I really do. Who cares? I want I, when we did a, the podcast we just did for my show. Yeah. It was like, anyways, anyways we're gonna transition. So who cares? Yeah. So, so yes, I my have a boyfriend. Are usually shot, so that's just how I kind of like take <laughs> oh, things. But take it, take it, take it, cheers, take it. Take it, take it, take a shot, take a shot, see a shot, take a shot, see a cheers, take a cheers. Do you remember that cheers. in quarantine? That was my only thing I liked about quarantine. Wait, if you take one, I take one, right? Um, it's you, courtesy, right? Whatever you feel comfortable doing. I feel comfortable. <laughs> she, Disclaimer. Holding me I feel comfortable. <laughs> Disclaimer. She is not forcing me. She's not forcing me to do this. She's kind of forcing me. Anyone that walks through this room has to sign a goddamn NDA, okay? <laughs> Could you um, imagine? I, I keep, um the condensation keeps spilling on my legs, and I have very recently self-tanned myself, so this is not ideal. Um, So I wanted to talk about your boyfriend, uh, smooth transition into your boyfriend. I have a question. Okay, so we're in different phases of our lives. I wanted to talk about your boyfriend. So I have a question about him because I follow you on social media and I love you. I love her. Everyone follow Katie Austin on social media. Is your Thank Instagram you. just at Katie Austin? Yes. <laughs> love that. So I, I follow you. And when you got a boyfriend, I was the immediate question I had in my head was, has she been dating him for a long time before and not posting him? Or is she just like just started dating him and decided she's going to be official? Because I'm a big proponent to I think I don't post anyone on my shit until I'm like signed, sealed, delivered. A lot to say. Yes. So my ex-boyfriend, first off, I well, I had two ex-boyfriends. I wanted it for like five and a half years. I'm like one I dated for like a very limited time. Okay. Which was like. But it so felt serious to you. It, uh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. I didn't care. I was only posing him because. <laughs> Sorry, didn't care. <laughs> I was only posting I him and like, tagging him. No, literally had no feelings for him at all. Wow. So I was only posting him and tagging him because I was trying to make my ex boyfriend jealous, my five and a half year one. Ooh. And my, I was Do you tagging think that him. That was the right move. No, I was so petty. <laughs> I was disturbingly petty. Like I would take it all back. <laughs> Absolutely not. If and I could take it all back. And I really feel bad because I got like his family involved and he like loved oh, me no. so much and I didn't care at all. It was really, really bad. Did you break up with your ex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. I broke up with him. Yes. And you still wanted to make him jealous even though you broke up with him? 
Oh, okay. So sorry. Got to back up. Five and a half year relationship. He cheated on me. He broke up with me. Oh, fucking be petty. I hated <laughs> I'm sorry, him. I'm he, sorry. And he proposed to his new girlfriend within six months after five and a half years of dating me. Go fuck yourself. Still oh. to this day. He signed with my phone. She said I've never she said. said this. This is going to be right now. Kitty Austin exclusive. He signed an NBA because my dad's an NBA agent. He signed uh. a deal with my father and broke up with me 48 hours after <gasps> he signed with my father, oh. who is the number one sports agent in the fucking world. So go fuck yourself, right? I'm not petty. I'm petty. No, I'm like fucking pissed. No, no, no. no. He's a terrible person. That's fucked up. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. What the fuck? Proposed to his new girlfriend within like six months. It was so bad. So I was like, I, I have was about to, do to go something. down some rabbit hole where I'm like, do we think being petty was the answer? Being petty was the answer. <laughs> no, at the time what when the I was fuck? so, do you think he used you? Absolutely. What and he was cheating fuck? on me. I found out literally. I just had a DM the, like two weeks ago that was like, I was hugging up with your boyfriend while we you dating. Anyways. Being what? petty, I guess, was really not the Fuck good you, move. Frank. But I was also Bryce. Fuck Bryce. You, Bryce. <laughs> Fuck you, Bryce. I don't even know who it is, but <laughs> fuck you, Bryce. Anyways, so sorry. Okay, wait. Back up. I literally just started dating this guy to make him jealous because he was dating a new girl. We dated for so long. Ew. I know. So I was being not petty. Not ew you. Ew him. I tagged my new boyfriend and stuff. My new boyfriend poor would guy. get DMs. <laughs> Sorry. No, if you knew what he did to me as well, you'd oh, be okay. like, don't. Okay. Poor guy at all. We, we have no. Actually, no, not why am guy. I ever sticking up for a man? No. Fuck no, no, no. <laughs> If you knew what he did to me as well, it's not a poor guy. But I will say, he got hot girls, hot blonde beautiful booby girls in his dms from my posts girls legitimately are not girls girls and would slide that's how he met his new girlfriend now his new fiance actually slid in his dms off of my instagram post of course as that is my background of relationships of posting that's men tough. you're like fuck posting a guy. still to this day i've never posted my new boyfriend because i'm terrified you never posted in your boyfriend Posted him, never tagged him. So sorry. Oh my Posted god! Him, I was like, who am him. I looking at? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, this podcast. Do you know my boyfriend's name? No, exactly. I don't. Exactly. I don't. No one knows who he is. It's tough because there's just. It's not about being a public figure in a small town. I grew up in a small town. People that dated certain people in my small town fucked that person because they're like well they fucked i'll say use name jessica because i don't know a jessica <laughs> it's like it's it's you guys listening Frank? to me you guys understand what we're talking about you're like there is some girl in my hometown that only fucked my ex because she just be like fuck you i could fuck him too feel like she had that yep. cr like credibility yep. it happens it yep. happens in the world of girls it just happens like no no offense to this. I'm not friends with those types of girls. I cannot be friends with those, those types aren't of girls. Those are girls. And by the way, those types of girls are not listening maybe to this podcast, but if you are listening to this podcast, you know exactly the type of girls You know we're what you're about. doing. You know what you're doing. If you are that girl, you know what you're doing. And if you aren't that girl, you've met that girl before. You just have. And those aren't girls, girls. I recently listened to a podcast where someone was talking about people that have pick me energy. And I honestly talk about how I have pick me energy. I'm like, Same. pick me, pick Duh. me. I thought it was funny. The first time I heard that, I was like, oh my God, I finally understood my personality. Yeah. Pick me. Like, I love to be picked. It goes back to me not being picked for so long in my life. Like, I'm not even trying to get into childhood trauma here, yes, but like, yes, yes, I was yes. a 
literally never picked. I'm talking about for sports, for kickball, for like fucking the raffles in school. And God only knows I'm talking about guys. Like I, this is my natural hair color. So ask me if I was attractive when I was younger. No, bitch. <laughs> no. So like literally I, I have pick me energy because I was never fucking picked before. So I want to give a new stigma to pick me yeah. energy because there's nothing wrong with wanting to be picked. No. There's absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be loved, adored, and picked. I think the pick biggest me. thing about about anyone is being self-aware. The thing self-aware. is, I grew up in so much privilege, and I I I I say that also because like I'm so self-aware. Yeah, <laughs> and no, and I grew up very privileged. A lot of people appreciate up, you saying that. You know, my parents have money, whatever, and it's like I grew up so self-aware that I would never take a penny from them. Like yeah. I just wanted to be that fucking self-aware. Like, hey, yeah, this is who awesome. I am, and and I will not lie about yeah. it because like if first off. Like what, we're like what? we're what like we have the receipts, Katie. Your parents <laughs> have money. Will yeah. Ferrell jacked off to your like, mom, Katie. <laughs> yeah. We have the receipts. And like I can't sit here and be like not self-aware. Yeah. Um. I. I. Yeah. We absolutely skipped over the part where I wanted to talk about how you've never tagged your boyfriend. But okay. So so I love that. I thought you back to my I boyfriend. I thought this was going a different way. I thought you were gonna be like. Yo, no, because I've seen so many videos of him. So oh, yeah. cute, I'll, so I'll, tall. I will. Oh, he's six five. He's so sexy. Oh my god, so six hot. five. But he's oh. also, you know what? You know what? That like really turns me on to him. Tell me. He loves a successful woman. Yes. Queen. And my, I'm serious though. No, 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 no. I was serious. <laughs> like my father, I think I grew up in a household where my mom is the breadwinner, which is very different than most households, right? Yeah. And I think like as a female myself, seeing the woman as a breadwinner and my dad being so supportive, it gave me this idea where I'm Dude. like, that's how it's supposed yeah. to be. And I had two ex-boyfriends who didn't support it as much. Right when I started making more money, right, I got more followers, they had a little bit of insecurity. Well, they start trying to change the the view of it. They're like, she's not, if you had been a lawyer or a doctor, they probably would have been like, she's it. killing it, whatever. But because you were doing something where you were in the public eye, they were all of a sudden like, oh, she just wants attention. And you, exactly. it's like, you don't want attention. You just know that this is your passion. This is what you're doing. I think that's yes. why I get so frustrated. We're like, pick me energy. I, to go back, I was saying this, I listened to this podcast that said, pick me energy are people who aren't a girl's girl. And I was like, wait, 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 no, no, no. And I mean, like, this is just a random podcast. And it was like, pick me energy is not a girl's girl. And I was like, no, I, and it was funny because it was a podcast that I have related to everything she says before. And I was like, wait, I, I, I don't think pick me energy means you're not a girl's girl. I think pick me energy just means you just want to be picked and loved yeah. and adored. And like, if you can do that in a healthy way and a healthy that's manner, nature. that's fine. Like, I think they should be separated. I think pick me energy and girls, girls are two separate things because I am a girl's motherfucking girl. Earlier downstairs, we were talking about something that NDA is signed, sealed, delivered. We can't yeah, talk I about it. An NDA, but and I was, go on probably a podcast. And I, I was like, it. Katie, can you believe that shit? I, and, and my reasoning behind it was, fuck her. I'm always going to stick up for blank. Like I was right. like, I got my girls back. Like, yeah. you know, just be a girl's girl. I, so I completely agree so it's interesting that you say that like, you're like a man seeing a woman being in the spotlight. It's not always pick me energy. It's just a girl like want to do her thing. Absolutely. And I think that's what turned me on to my now boyfriend so much. We've been dating uh, a little over a year. We just moved in together, which is <gasps> so crazy because I've never, you never lived with the boy. Lived with boy. <gasps> oh my God. It's new. It's different. And he is so supportive and I've never again, come out with this but like no it's my house he's just moving in and i know you had that same so totally which thing you know what i had a split you just asked me about this you were like when he moved out was it weird and i'm like i get a lot of questions i just had a question because i'm getting a new couch we were like hey how do you split furniture with your ex like what happened like 
it was never an issue with us. He never cared. He never, I actually, I remember a specific time where I bought him a Rolex and he wouldn't wear Damn, it. Damn, girl. He wouldn't wear it. And you know what? I will say this. I fucking love this about him. He wouldn't wear it. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I noticed he wasn't wearing it. I actually, one day I saw him put on a little cheap watch. And I was like, Wait, what the why? fuck? And I said, hey, what's going on? Because we were so close. I was like, I mean, we did it for four years and lived yeah. together. I was like, why aren't you wearing my <laughs> the fucking Rolex that I got you? And he was like, I don't know. I think a Rolex is a sign of success. If you wear a Rolex, it's because, you know, you did that and you got that. And, and I don't think people in this town, like, I just... I, I had this, I started crying. He was I like, just got chills. no, and he was like, I don't want you to cry. And I was like, no, 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 I love you so. And this is a testament to how wonderful my ex is. I was like, God, he was like, I thought you would like that I said that because I started crying. I was like, no, I like that you said that so much because like he had yeah. this, this, he, he did not care that I was successful. He was so happy. He did anything I wanted to do. If I was like, we're going to Italy and we're flying business class. He'd be like, bitch, you are so dumb. We should spend that money on pasta. Yeah. But if you're going, I'll go. Like, you know what I mean? He yeah. was so supportive. But I liked, I really liked that he was like, this doesn't feel like something I should wear because it's a sign of success. And I don't want to wear it if my girlfriend. It was like, it wasn't misogynistic. It was just like his own, like, um, it was his own feelings. And I respected yeah. the fuck out of that. And I liked that. Full circle right here, by the way, at the beginning of the podcast, we're like, who cares what other people think? Everyone does. This everyone does let's yeah. not beat around the bush here you care you're human there's nothing wrong with caring what other people thinks it just it just matters how you you can either react or respond and i'm trying to get better about responding rather than reacting yeah. and if i'm having a bad day it's only natural i'm gonna react to it if i'm having a good day or even a medium day i just try to find strength in responding responding to something instead of reacting and it's all about how you handle situations and it and that's that's the gist of it and I mean, yeah. we are all only fucking human. I, and it I, is. I feel like I use the word absolutely a lot. I'm like, like absolutely. absolutely. I say totally a lot. I'm like, totally, I'm like, totally. Abso- or like, you know what I say? Like, 100%. 100%. Oh, 100%. I said that. I used to say all the time, I'm like, 100p. 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 Okay, so you live with your boyfriend. I do. Tell me, I, I'm sure it's going lovely because I have just one question after this. Oh, yes. Well, tell okay. me about living with him. So people <laughs> don't realize, like, my boyfriend um, actually is my landlord and oh. is my manager um and i mean that i want to like, i want a boyfriend that's my so, manager okay he is, doesn't understand social media whatsoever by the way but he will wake up he will wake me up at 6 15 in the morning and he will be like um and this sounds very oh, sounds God, like my health it sounds like i don't know if it sounds good he'd be like hey no social media this morning we're gonna go work out we're gonna go to coffee we're gonna do this oh that's comforting and i need that i really really need someone who keeps me in check of a he keeps me humble which is amazing. Love that. He, I need My someone that. to keep me lower. And I know, and by the way. No, no. Hype yourself I up for need, sure. He hypes, he hypes you up, up and I can enough, tell. Yeah. Enough, enough. My ex kept me humble and he was the perfect person for yes. me in the time that I needed him. Like four years of a time where I could have been a real fucking shithead. Yep. He always kept me grounded. And if you know my boyfriend, you know he's the sweetest man that walked this earth. So I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. And he reminds me like, hey, mental health check-in. He'll remind, he'll remind me of like everything. He's a planner. Yeah. Love and that. he is so on top of like uh, me. Oh, He is no, so on really, top really, of me. And I really need that because I'm a very, I'm kind of like you where I'm a little bit like, we talked about this on my podcast where I'm like, am I, what am I doing on next Wednesday? Like, I don't know. I have no fucking I clue. I have no fucking clue. And he is very structured. 
as yeah. I love I structure. structure. I love how he structures me. And love I love how he keeps me in check. He keeps me yeah. humble. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when I have kids one day. My husband Ugh. better be able to fucking tell me what to do. I just looked at my boyfriend. He dropped me off to the airport yesterday to go to Nashville. And I go, I literally looked him in the eyes and I go, you are going to be the most strict father. I can't. And I can't wait. No, no, I can't imagine. I'm going to be, oh. I'm going to be like the nice mom. Like you can see anything you want. And he is going to be a hard hitting strict father. I love that. I should just marry someone in the fucking kind of military. Hot. I'm I like, know. I just, you guys do that. And I'll be He's like. so regiment. He's yeah. so regiment. The He's regiment. He calls me and I'm the one who's like anxious, like. Stop fucking talking to me right now. God damn it. I'm doing something. <laughs> and he's like, calm down. My God. He's like, damn. Yeah, he like, like grew up on a farm. Don't tell a girl to calm down. Yeah, he grew up on a farm. Okay. He like literally raised animals. He's the best guy I in the that. whole world. Okay. And I really hope we stick together for life. Oh, yeah. If, you can't, if you're listening, she just held her left hand up. <laughs> She's like, anyways, I really hope we stick together. Anyways, 2023, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> She's like, I'm not a planner, but March 2023, I really hope we're together forever. And if you knew me about a year ago or you two years never ago, said I would that. have literally cringed at someone who said that. So this is a great transition. We're Ugh. all about transitions. I want to talk about this because I watched one of your TikToks and I was like, <laughs> can't wait to talk about this. Okay, so we're going to wrap this podcast up with, I want to know about your single life because I want to tell yeah. you something. Um, it's getting colder. I'm starting t- to wear long sleeves, even in Tennessee. And I'm like, damn, it's cold. Damn. I want a boyfriend. <laughs> like, I just, it's cuffing it's season, season, man. It's <laughs> cuffing season. So, like, I, I loved this TikTok you posted because you said um, you were like, take don't take for granted your single season, even in the throes of it, even in, when you're sad and you're, like, lonely and, and really anyone listening to single, you know, you're like, I'm single bitch, whatever. But there are moments where you're like, fuck, I miss the companionship. I'm so lonely. And you were like, don't take that for granted because quite literally any day from now, you were single for two years. I don't know how long I'm going to be single, but like you've been single for two years and you're like any day you could turn the corner and you meet your soulmate and then it's over. And whether you want to say you're the happiest you've ever been in your life, you will miss that season. You will, you will long for that season in a different way. Yes. I Anyone think that's listening to this married, all my married single, friends are like, oh my God, live it up, bitch. I fucking yeah, miss it. And they're like, right. and, I lo- and I was at their weddings. I know they love their husbands, but Absolutely. they're like, bitch, live it. The fact uh, that you can literally <laughs> fly to a different city without telling one person. You were like, I went to Miami uh, day before. I'm like, tell me, who'd you meet in Miami? Oh, um, we're like, I'm a Miami football okay, player. Fine. Wait, what, what are they called? The Dolphins? Or the, wait. Yeah. Oh my God. She really doesn't understand sports. She's like, what are they called? The <laughs> Dolphins? <laughs> Anyways, you're playing in Miami. No, literally you do not know when you're about to walk into a coffee shop the next day or walk wherever you're actually being in dinner, whatever outside your house yeah. and meet your person. Totally. And imagine like literally imagine being engaged six months, a year, two years, no matter what it is. Does that terrify you? I hope it does because it's like, yeah, holy like, shit, you should live it up right live it now. Up. And it's, I, I had a literal aha moment. I'm talking, I was just watching TikToks to be like, let me get some interesting it's questions for her. And I was like, ha, huh. because I, I've found myself in this season being like, you know, and I just, I just miss being with someone. And then you were like, you just never fucking know. And I am a, I actually, I accidentally said in her podcast, I actually said I was misogynistic and I meant to say I was monogamous, but like, I feel that way. So I'm like, really, truly, I believe that there is someone out there that are they my perfect person? No, but are they my soulmate? Yes. I don't think your soulmate is the perfect perfect person person, for you. I think it's who you like learn to grow with. And that's another conversation for another day. But I just mean like at any point you could find that person and 
fuck i bet i mean i'm telling you these are my friends who are all married happy in love like and i know they are i know they are and i'm like they are looking at me like bitch live it up they're not like i miss it i wish i was still there they're just like i look back on it fondly and i wish i would have given it more credit at the time instead of being sad bitch energy i wish i would have been bad bitch energy the whole time yes i've never still to this day i had a one night stand and i'm like god damn it Katie, can't relate i am not <laughs> i wish i was and i'm like i wish i was i wish i lived it up a little bit more and i think i did live it up a lot i no, did I definitely listen did. if you're flying to miami but, the day before you're living it up you don't have I to didn't, i didn't have sex it goes back to comfortability you don't have to fuck someone to be living I it up i i live agree. it up go see a boy go and to another state so much younger than you think you are if if a if a guy is flying you out whining and dining you you do not have to fuck him wine dine 69 it's not a real thing you don't actually have to do that let a wine, dude dine 69 dude let a guy fly you out and take you to dinner yes. if that's the thing let a guy take you to chili's for two for one specials and pay for it you don't have to fuck him do it for the story just do, do it, it for, for your story mentality for all of it like i'm saying like do I be fucking people? Absolutely. But if I don't want to fuck people, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yo, words of wisdom right here. If I want to fuck them, I do. I fuck them. If I don't, I, I don't. don't. Just because I someone think... did something for me does not mean I'm like, well, now I owe you the inside of my vagina. The fuck what? I look like. <laughs> no. And right there is why we are role models. And now we are them, not models. I we are role, role models. models. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I rude the day that I'm a role model. Katie, I love I you. I pee this so been... bad. I don't know about <laughs> like you, but so there's much. like a amount of tequila. I'm literally like on the edge of my seat. I'm like, <gasps> outside so of the time check from our producers, we quite literally have to pee so bad. This has been lovely. By the way, I think I could talk to you for a million years. I could talk to you for a million years. I mean, cheers. I have to pee so cheers. bad. Love you guys. And um, um, this is coming out around Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> love you Give thanks my birthday is probably maybe like a day or two before or after this so fucking message Cheers. me okay hi birthday shannon thanks. Woo, 28 love Feeling you 28 great. baby 28 feeling great